So what are the masks that we've been rocking for the last few years made of? Uh, dangerous question. <laughs> uh, they're synthetic. They're uh, made out of uh, polymers that are plastic that do not break down. So in um, this whole initiative really popped up as COVID shone a light on the amount of single-use products being used, mm-hmm. which were absolutely necessary to protect healthcare providers and patients alike. But the amount of masks being used in a hospital setting went up at least a solid 800, 900% wow. in a very short period of time. And that's because you had to offer it to anybody coming into the hospital. Absolutely. And for the staff seeing patients, because the, uh, the nature of the disease is airborne, you had to protect yourself and others. So the amount of masking that took place um, was, was astronomical. Right. The only, the only place you'd see masks, I guess, uh, would be maybe in the ICU and in the emergency or the uh, operating rooms uh, uh, before the pandemic. Is that correct? Uh, it, was, it was still commonly used because it is a good method for protecting folks, for sure. Um, but definitely not every patient, every visitor. You didn't see it in the streets, et cetera. Um, but yeah, no, it, I think that our biggest challenge when COVID first hit in wave one was getting access to a mask, any mask. Mm-hmm. And our biggest um, problem was finding something that met the level of protection you wanted uh, in a healthcare setting. So that's so, what makes this this latest initiative really, really, really cool. So let's talk about uh, how these, you know, what these masks are made out of. Sure. So what I, I'll, I'll speak a little bit to my role. So H, HMMS, what we do is we're a supply chain provider on behalf of the hospitals. So we're part of the uh, the healthcare supply chain network here on this side as, as a consumer. Okay. The vendor themselves are based out of Winnipeg. They're called PADM Medical. And they have um, biopolymers that make up the mask. So I'm, I'm swimming way outside of my lane here. But it's natural components that make up the products that, that, that form the mask and the barrier. And they're able to provide appropriate protection for our healthcare providers. But when you throw it in the garbage, it, it essentially turns into water and carbon. So it breaks down back into the soil, the components of it. And how does this stand up to synthetic masks? So it's, um, there's a global standard for testing for fluid protection. It's called uh-huh. ASTM. And the mask that we've introduced into St. Joseph's, we've gone with a level three mask. So in all scenario, and level three really talks about the level of fluid projection, uh, protection you have. If you think of a hose that has different settings, you have like you really mist and then you have a jet. So level three provides almost like a jet-like uh, protection, whereas level one would be more of a mist protection for the fluids that go in there. So it's a very high level of protection. It's met the global standard. And then when you bring it into a hospital, you have internal resources that have to make sure. So there's two um, departments, and all, depart- all hospitals have them. One's occupational health and safety, and the other is infection prevention and control. So IPAC and occupational health, they all both checked the mask out and made sure it withstood any testing, and it was deemed safe for use. So that was really exciting. I understand that they actually not only stood up to synthetic masks, but they did better. For sure. So depending on what level of protection you want. So level three is level three, whether synthetic or this, uh, this carbon-based one. So it met the level three standard. So we've introduced one level three mask in all scenarios throughout St. Joseph's. So everybody's well protected. Okay. And so the doctors would get the same as visitors, is that correct? Um, so it depends on the setting. Okay. So if we're talking about an isolation mask, when you walk in the hospital... You get you handed a mask right for screening, so that's uh, typically a level one in any hospital. In the case of St. Joe's, they're getting a level three. But the exciting part of it is is what it's made out of, and then depending on what procedures, if you're in an operating room or if you're in a, a sort of an infectious unit, you'd have a different level of protection. But level three is the highest level of an isolation mask that you can have. 
Good to know. And this is a Canadian company, so that's great. Um, I understand that these are not only biodegradable and con- compostable, which is great news, they're also cheaper than what you were previously yeah, using. Yeah, so the level three on this biopolymer-based version is uh, cheaper than the synthetic version. So um, that, and I, I really can't, you know, why that's happened. That's the company out of Winnipeg really seeing the need for this mask in the marketplace, seeing the amount of synthetic masks being put in, in the waste and really making it easy for organizations who are cash constrained or financially constrained to be able to adopt this, um, this amazing new technology. So, how, how many masks will you use a year? About 1.5 million. That's just in St. Joseph's alone. In St. Joseph's, you know, there are, there are much larger hospitals throughout the province, and St. Joseph's isn't small by any stretch, but that's about 1.5 million masks a year. That's amazing. So this is, a, as you said, a bio a plant-based polymer that the mask is made out of, making it environmentally friendly. I know that in hospitals, the unfortunate thing is uh, you have to remain in a sterile environment. So that means there's a lot of waste. Is there any other area that you're looking at at St. Joe's right now where you could replace goods uh, that are plastic with something um, that's, that is a plant-based polymer? Absolutely. You can't unsee what you've seen. <laughs> so the the amount of single-use plastic products being used in any setting, and specifically in healthcare is where we focus. Um, there's a few things St. Joseph's has done. Uh, one is they've converted away from disposable sharp containers to reusable. And that's a, a common industry trend, but St. Joseph's is proud of that. So if you think of uh, disposing of all of your needles in those sharps containers, um, that typically goes and gets incinerated, and the sharps boxes are made out of plastic. Right. Well, there's another organization that provides reusables, so they definitely look after the safe um, disposable disposal of the sharps themselves and incinerated, but they can reuse the um, sterilized box to go back in and recollect. So again, that's another initiative St. Joe's and other hospitals have adopted to reduce the amount of synthetic plastic being sort of burned into the into the atmosphere. That's amazing. So are you, are you getting calls from other hospitals across the, the province asking you what you're doing? We are starting to get some for sure. We just we just launched it. We launched one product in St. Joseph's and um, so far the uptake's been great. We're learning from that experience around um, how it can be used and, and the waste streams and we're getting a ton of interest from other hospitals. So we'll work closely with uh, Pad M Medical to see if we can sort of uh, test out that supply chain to see how many masks they can get in Ontario. Toby, thank you so much. I really appreciate you walking us through this. It's a, it's pretty exciting. I think a lot of people are disheartened about the mask wastage, uh, the mask wastage uh, throughout the the pandemic, and to hear that you're doing this at St. Joe's is is pretty uplifting. Oh, we love it. It's it's good to make a positive difference once in a while, isn't it?